Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold And the labour power we sell, me boys, for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy in Greece, in Spain, or Ireland, in England, or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand Until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land We face deregistration, it backfired in the face We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place we hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains And break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high It's class to class and face to face, our limit is the sky We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud And it's good morning, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed from the Concrete Gang here on 8.55 on your AM dial, 9.30 every Sunday morning. And it's good morning to you, Camper. What are you smiling at, mate? Good morning, Griller. It's a happy day, mate. Good, good day. on you, mate. That's what we want to hear, those mighty Go bombers. Goanna. Good morning, Mel. Mate, how are you? Good morning. Morning, everyone. Hope you're enjoying your Sunday morning. And we'll be saluting the uh, oh, Dogs victory. Yeah, well, it's oh, fine. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. early. <laughs> So uh, we certainly didn't talk about the footy. We, camp, we haven't got much to say about the Bombers. That was a dismal performance last mate, week. If we don't get rid of that Ruckman, we need to give him two clearances. He is oh, terrible. Mate, sure. we, need, we, we got some injuries, but hopefully we have, you know, we've got a few back. Hopefully Tipper has a great game and we get up on the doggies. The big match of the doggies, eh? So you, you two will be going together, so you won't be tearing each other's hair, hair apart? Or... Half-time will sort it out. Yeah, sort it out half-time. Yeah, Probably right. end up like last argument, yelling in the, scre- in the street, street out the walk. front. <laughs> <laughs> you get that. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, that, that happens. But, uh, yeah, it's a fair bit going on in the football world at the moment, isn't there? But there's a fair bit going on in our world too, boys, isn't there? We've, uh, we've just, a... just one thing. On the football world, we're just... Shout out to Sean Bergen who broke the Indigenous yes, Games yes, records, yes. three hundred and seventy three games. Just up, to, uh, Adam just went over Adam Goods, and he's actually eighth overall. And I think he's got a few more seasons. So, yeah, they, they reckon. Uh, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, so whether whether uh, Hawthorne signed again or um, the Gold Coast or the Gold Coast, yeah, but I think he's at least one, maybe two years. Yeah, you know? he's flying along. He's doing his bit. And he's starting to get, but when they start getting a few soft tissue injuries, that's normally a sign, isn't it? You yeah, know? that's what happened to me. Yeah. Oh, soft <laughs> tissue. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, we won't go there. Here we go again. He's talking about... What about the year about that? Uh, Grow winner. He goes, a, uh, 
What's my name? Gorilla. <laughs> Gorilla. He goes, he goes um, why don't you have a bet with a goanna <laughs> that whoever, well, whoever loses get, has got to get a, a, a head shave. A, a head shave. And I said, well, mate. That'd be a good bet, I reckon. I said, well, why, why don't you do that? that I'll do it if it's a draw. He, so <laughs> this is a typical, typical, as I, I, yeah, I've known yeah, his comrade yeah, for a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. He well, sits and thinks about stuff and he talks about <laughs> stitching people up and it always ends up coming back to bite him. Turning the tears. Yeah, so pretty much he wants me to have a bet <laughs> to shave my head and he's just going to get the same haircut. That's not a bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's not gorilla. a bet. No, I said gorilla. Yeah, you yeah, and gorilla, not that, me. He chucked me in the ring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not bad, is he? Yeah, you're going to have to get up a little bit earlier <laughs> than that's that. That's why I didn't mention it, it but... And you end up having a head like Cambos. Yeah. Fair income. It's not that bad, is it? Yeah, you, you <laughs> just remember it's going to come back to bite you. Yeah, do you want to turn the tears? I think that happened on the on the radiothon, didn't it? When he was doing the um, <laughs> the traffic uh, calls when he was running about an hour and a half late. All right, let's move on. <laughs> move on. That's one for you, Pixie. All right, mate. Yeah, let's move on, Pixie. Um, we've done the footy. Well, I suppose we could discuss the EBA. The um, officials got in, got their heads together, and we started talking about the EBA and uh, on Monday and uh, looking through the clauses of the last EBA, trying to move on a bit and uh, working out what wasn't working and what is working. And yeah, yeah. Obviously, there's been primarily talks with the majors already, I, I believe, and the, we're actually about to probably start going into full-blooded negotiations and pretty just around the corner so i reckon there was some pretty uh pretty good discussions and and obviously it'll go back to the the shop steward uh, and um and the delegate structure and then to the rank and file to endorse but i know in the suburbs we have a lot of mass meetings in uh, and the questions are what are we doing about all the non-eba work that's popping up um we've definitely trying to address that there's discussions about how we address that so um Stay tuned over the next couple of weeks or and couple of months on um, some of the ideas that we've got. Um, some of them may be, um, or they are thinking outside the square, but it's time to do that um, and represent workers that are not getting representation at the moment. Better their lot in life and, um, and bring more people into the tent. And we've definitely been saying about getting rid of the inclement weather clause we brought in in the last agreement around the crane crews. Yeah, that's out. That's gone. Gone. So... We need to do that. We need to. That was a, that was a, that wasn't the greatest uh, clause we ever they ever put in. But anyway, but just on um, what uh, Gannon was talking about. I mean, look, we've always had that in the suburbs, but it has got it's it's got pretty uh, busy now now because there's so much work on. So and as uh, as uh, Gannon said, we've got to do something about it. But uh, they are thinking outside the square, and hopefully we can we can fix that up. But there's a whole lot of other issues brought up. There was. Uh, what else was there? There was um, all the you know the the members we got working in the Altona area, um, and it's, there was a fairly large gap where the uh, subbies weren't paying it. But if um, that, that those sort Altona, of clauses, the map, the map will go in there. So you know, partic- you know, if you're working in those factories, um, doing you know concrete, steel, whatever, whatever you're doing. Um, if you're working in those areas, you got make sure um, you check if you're within that Altona area because there's a, a fairly decent Altona allowance, which is all purpose. It doubles at your double time. Um, so the map will go back in and um, it will make it a lot clearer to subbies. They're aware they're supposed to pay it, but they've been getting away with not paying it. So these sort of things we've been putting back in and making it clearer in the EBA. Talking about beefing up the um, clothing provisions in the agreement and the sham contracting agreement. Uh, well, sham I mean, they want us to work six days a week, but they only want to provide two shirts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll tell you what, there's a few blokes in here only wearing two shirts a week, I'll tell you. <laughs> That's yeah. only if it's been a big night the night before. <laughs> That's it. 
Yeah, so look, there's a whole lot of issues, and we'll keep you informed on all that. It's only early, early, early days yet, but but they're ch- tossing around a lot of things. So it is a hot topic, and talking about hot topics, we've got the hot seating topic, brothers. Yes, the hot seating. Hot seating in the tower cranes. So what's been happening, there's been some, uh, I think I&D and a few big builders have been, um, they've come up with the, the rocket science that instead, instead of having smoke on lunch, the uh, blokes come to have that and they set another crew up the, to, well they say another crew, but they set another bloke up the draw of the crane so the crane doesn't stop. But that just doesn't mean the crane doesn't stop, that means the blokes that are, the, the dogmen, the, the people installing panels or, 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 or tying steel or, or whatever, they're all still working, the Alimac's still working, the first aid people are still working, so it's a, it's a, it's a real, it's a, it's a disaster, I mean it's just a... Yeah, accidents waiting to happen, I see. So yeah. that's been nipped in the bud. So if you know any, any hot seating going on in any jobs around town or any ones in the suburb, there, there is, let your local official know and we'll do something about it. And there is some jobs with some dispensation. I know the Oak Icon job in, in where our old office was, they got dispensation because obviously they can only lift it in a loading bay there between nine and three. Or yeah, no, there's, like. there's, there's special, yeah, but I mean, obviously you do that on a bit of a consultation with the local official. Yeah. The union knows what's going on. Members. Everyone else knows what's going on. That that's sweet, but that's not what was happening. I don't think it was just uh, getting a bit rotted, free for all, and being rotted. Yeah. All right. Um, Aaron Cartledge. Oh, jeez, has he put it? So. What about the ex-secretary of the South Australian branch? He's come out swinging. They always end up showing their true colours in the end. They might hide it for a little while, but they always end up showing their true colours. I mean, you would have thought if any bloke shouldn't be throwing rocks, he'd be the one. Oh, please. How embarrassing, just wearing a Rika flag. It wasn't even a BL. I, I didn't see that. Oh, but what about... In the paper, Rika well, flag around him. He's actually proud that the master builders were happy to deal with him and they said that he was, you know, pretty much okay. You know, he was, he was good for South Australia. He's calling... He's calling rank and file members of the CFMEU over there conservative. He wouldn't oh. know because he's never spoke to them. Oh. Yeah, yeah. What about how he tells his son, he was in the paper telling his son, oh, I tell my son if you play up at school, you're going to be a construction worker. Well, yeah, well, listen, he's, please. He, he, he had soft hands and, and even softer mind, obviously. No heart, no ticker. Nah, and nothing. he also, Split I'd piece. say, eats pal out of a bowl. <laughs> he does. Based he does. on what we've seen in the papers. Yeah, nah, he's, um, like, for him to come out doing that, throwing rocks at uh, John Seco, I think, I mean, he might as well get in the queue because I think everyone's been doing that at the moment. But uh, but uh, uh, I, I, I cannot believe, I actually went over there for a short time to sort of meet a couple of officials to sort of help him out. I'll tell you what, he'd be the last person to be throwing rocks at anyone, especially John Seco, because John Seco's led a, led a strong uh, union uh, let it let it with a strong uh, hand, and he is the softest bloke I've ever met, and that's why that union over there has done nothing. They had no members. Their agreements were absolute disgraceful. And for him to come out now, and well, he said that we sacked him. We never had anything to do with that. And I, I just we, I think it's other people winding him up. He's incompetent, sacked him. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's right. And I think there's other people winding him up, and you'd probably be surprised who they'd be. And he talks about the last election, how he won the last election. He had the master builders picking up ballots for him, so that says how good he is. Well, if the but master builders telling everyone that he, he does good agreements, what's that telling him? <laughs> the proof's in the numbers. we got John Setka leading the Victorian branch, the strongest branch of any union in Australia. 30, we've got 30, 32,000 members. We've got 2,500 agreements. 
everyone can have pot shots, but uh, let's just look at the figures. Um, and that's based on all other areas. And you, you look at South Australia, he, uh, he's declining membership, almost no membership if you take away their, uh, the way they were doing their direct debit system. The EBAs, the only ones they had were bosses agreements that he would sign um, that were worse than AWU agreements. Um, and now, since there's been uh, what, he, in his words, intervention, or he's been sacked, membership's up. Uh, there is there is less agreements because they've had to start from a base where it's as a union would, where you've, you can only sign off on things that are bettering conditions and um, and wages for workers. Where he was just doing a deal for the sake of doing a deal, and then he'd go and have lunch with the bosses. So I think we've done him to death. I think we've given him too much air time, but uh, very ordinary. Very we'll go ordinary. back to the haberdashery. But doubt. we've found a perfect. We'll be talking about him in the future, no doubt. But we've found a perfect song for him. So listen, if you anyone who's got him on Facebook or something, uh, share this uh, this show with him. And uh, it, this is this is for you, Aaron. Nothing but a hound dog. <laughs> you ain't nothing but a hound. Nothing but a hound dog, Aaron Cartledge. No friend of the union movement, never no. a unionist, never will be. Brub. All right, let's move on. Um, now, we had a little bit of um, bit of informa- information creep through to the concrete gang during the week about some bloke who's probably got a history in, in you probably heard us tell a few stories, would not be the greatest driver in Melbourne. Was uh, has had more accidents, more cars take off, more dinner panels, and was actually driving around driving around Geelong, giving his son driving lessons at one stage. So Geelong went yeah. and shut down. 
He's had a little bit of an incident. He's, he's close, close to Cambo. Him and Cambo are pretty yeah. close. Cambo's the same. He's the same. Oh. same. Well, Driver's not one of my strong points. Okay, mate. Look, I like your honesty. Fair enough, Cambo. <laughs> Fair enough. So uh, anyway, uh, the old buzzer. He, he's he's doing a renovation at home, and as he said, he's putting a new kitchen and bathroom in. He said that's cheaper than getting a divorce. So that's good skills. But he uh, had to take a, a trailer load down to the um, tip and. Uh, we have got a bit of footage here. Unfortunately, we obviously we can't show it on the radio, but the boys have seen it. And uh, he apparently spent about an hour and a half trying to back the trailer and ended up getting out of the car and taking the trailer off and backing it in by hand. So. <laughs> Probably walk it from home. Walked it from home, yeah. Well, we didn't see the car. That's a good point. (laughs) The picture of the footage, he's wearing his white socks pulled up in fongs and shorts, pushing the trailer back into the bay. Not a good look. But anyway, at least... uh, I think he got the job done in the end, but oh. uh, another driving story from the old buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, KPA. Oh, please, KPA. I, like I said in the past, I've, I've been uh, given the concreters to look after. Um, KPA just keep coming up, and uh, the same issues, not allowances paid, all that sort of stuff. We're in the process of going through pay slips workers have provided, um, on request, uh, based on, you know, we fixed up, well, we think we've fixed up the uh, no travel on RDOs. I've since found out that uh, they're not paying meal allowance, never have paid a meal allowance. So um, we're going through that process. If you know people who work for KPA, who work for KPA, um, the next couple of weeks will be interesting, and um, most people should have a bit of a claim claim there. Um, you also noticed, and I've noticed this with other concrete companies, that Check your RDO accruals. Um, I've seen pay slips where your RDO accrual is coming out of double time. So essentially, instead of 0.8, you get they're getting 1.6. So they're double. They're actually getting 0.8 off you as well as your accrual for 0.8. Please read your pay slips. If you can't read your pay slip, go and see your shop steward. We need to make sure that you know these um, concrete companies or subbies in all the industry. Um, are paying the correct allowances. Every time we get the pay increases in these agreements, they work out another way to uh, to skim it back off us. And for for a company to be around for well over 10 years, for never pay travel on RDOs, never pay meal allowance, these are the things they're getting away with. And, and the, the builders are paying, you know, th- there's enough money in the contract for them to pay it. The bosses are keeping it in their pockets. So check your pay slips, people, please. Yeah, yeah, it's an ongoing one, isn't it, uh, Goanna? But anyway, yes, and uh, the KPA got a bit of history of doing that. Uh, team build, uh, Mate, Campo. Team build, we did give a report last week uh, on team build about some of the issues. So the boys have been down there all this week going through some of the issues. And one of our new officials, Ronnie, big Ronnie, he was down there going through safety items. He's got a legal right of entry, uh, so he went... Went through the f- proper process, and old Angus Jones, old no idea Angus, threatened to kick him in the balls. Very <laughs> brave man. He's a brave man. Brave man. <laughs> Ronnie is a rather large bloke. Yeah, I reckon it'd be like trying to hand feed a bloody great white without a shark cage. What's that like? Well, that's what that's like. <laughs> I'll tell you, it's no good. It'll be no good. So and to Dave Rakowski, who owns Team Build, that's not very team building when you have a, one of your blokes threaten to kick one of the officials in the balls. Very, un, very un, unprofessional, unchristian, yep. unchristian. God must have something to hide, obviously. So obviously, on your Angus Team Build, no team and Team Build. And would Angus be the little bloke? He sounds like an angry little man. Yeah, he does. Yeah, you know? 
he does seem like an angry little man, but apparently he's got no idea about O H and S. And he's lucky know. he didn't get the hairy side of the palm by the sounds of it. <laughs> the, a finger. He just yeah. get a flick and you'd be he through would. the wall. Yep. So yeah, well, he's, he's lucky he wasn't protein for the day. <laughs> That's madness. If you see Ronnie on the jobs, you will know exactly what we're talking about. He's this bloke eats twelve eggs every day for breakfast and bench presses one hundred and twenty five kilos. He's a big boy. All right. Uh, next, we've got uh, LNS Precast. LS Precast up in Manella. They're Manella. Yeah, they're forcing the blokes. That one. <laughs> they're that place. You know. Um, they're forcing the blokes to do 12-hour days and seven days a week. They're forced, And they're in conjunction with CPB up there in that precast. We've had a lot of issues up there. We've been working through them issues in them yards, and we signed a lot of the blokes we've signed up to the CFMU and now proud CFMU members. And we've also had the AWU up there. Um, uh, they Dar- need to drop the U, don't they? Yeah. They need to drop the yeah, well, U. We haven't got it in. Da- um, Darren Cameron, he's been up there. So he's been up there bagging out the CFMU. He put a right of entry in and went and spoke to the CFMU members saying how bad the CFMU is. And his union's the one signing off on shit conditions and trying to bag out ours. How about you go and do your job and start trying to sign, sign some bloody shearers up, mate? Because you're no good at construction workers. So, what? yeah, old. Old Darren Cameron. Well, what about uh, just shout out to the civil boys, uh, the Westgate. The um, this goes to show you what the AWU is like, and it's pretty much. I think Aaron might get a start with them, but uh, I heard he's running for secretary. That's uh, so they had eighteen uh, officials uh, walking, escorted on the uh, Westgate. Uh, tunnel project escorted by uh, John Hollands and CPB red carpet. Every time our officials go there, there's you know coppers rung. There's questions about right of entries and all that. But the AW are that less of a threat. They were escorted red carpet by the uh, the pro, by as I said CPB and and uh, John Hollands. Uh, there was some uh, some colourful uh, conversations had, and one of our officials uh, made a suggestion to all eighteen. One of them to all eighteen. And uh, all 18 uh, declined, declined to take the conflict up a little bit. So 18, one of our blokes stood up to 18 and they all ran off with the bosses. And that, so big shout out to su- the AWU. They supplied them with lunch too, didn't they? They scones did, red car- full red carpet. Scones and little little sandwiches with the crust cut off them, triangles and stuff like that. Oh, yep. That they were all lapping milk out of uh, off sauces, I heard, but house cats. Yeah, house cats. Talk about cats, there's a mob called Simcat. Simcat. Oh, I ran into them years ago at Monash University. Demolition mob. They um, they were doing a demo in one of the buildings there. Uh, when I went on the job, they said, "Oh, well, you shouldn't be here." I said, "Well, you should be walking over broken asbestos tiles." They're all they, they, they nearly had a heart attack. And this simcat simcats bringing uh, people over on the on the um, on the uh, four five seven four five seven visas and that paying them nothing. And standing over them, so they can't. If they say anything, they'll send them back home. So they terrified the workers. And he and I've just, I've just seen the paper today. He's uh, had a uh, had a bad uh, one of the workers had a bad injury out in the suburbs. Fell through a skylight. Um, he's uh, had you know life changing injuries. Simcat's been fined seventy five thousand dollars. Well, I don't know how seventy five thousand dollars is going to 
help that poor person that's had life-changing injuries. Uh, injuries. But SimCAF, you see them around. Sadly, the workers suffered life-changing injuries because safety controls were not properly followed. And that's, that's this SimCAT. And, and, and honestly, if you see them about anyway, let the union know because honestly, this bloke should not be doing demolition. SimCAT, no Sim good. SimCAT is a cat. Is All a cat. right, um, who else we got? Um, we've got uh, Ironside. You got Ironside in the areas? Yeah, I've, had, I've got a little Ironside job at Q, mate. You know, same. The OH&S is non-existent. It's just terrible. The job's early stages, so they're in the ground. The smoko sheds are filthy. It's just disgusting. You know, Ironside, they live up to what their reputation is. They're just terrible. You know, all about, you know, trying to call the coppers on union officials. They're no good whatsoever. Why do you need to call the coppers unless you're hiding something? If you're not, if you're not doing anything wrong and that your job's safe, you're paying everyone right, what do you have to ring the coppers for? Well, go when I always say when they call them on me in the past, I said, "Well, you, what are you going to do when you go to your local pub tonight, mate?" So, how was your day at work, mate? They said, "Oh yeah, I, I had a good, I had a good day. I, I rang the coppers on a union official coming down to make sure the boys are getting paid right and all that, and make These sure people the job's don't drink safe." Pubs for obvious reasons. Well, they do, probably clubs, but um, and uh, I mean that's a good, good one for them, a good badge of honour when they get down the pub. But anyway, look, we've got to move on. So let's start doing the. Um, uh, should we? I reckon start with the Sookie Lala's for a change. Oh, there's yeah. Why not? Why not? Well, well I reckon. I reckon. You mixed it up. Warren's we're, gone. We're throwing the book. We're throwing it out. Yeah, no, we're trying. We're trying to mix it up. But uh, oh, it'd have to I be Aaron, wouldn't it? Aaron ones have mixed up us. <laughs> <laughs> it'd have to be Aaron. Well, I reckon it's a hands down. Oh, hands down. Mate, yeah, no. yeah. He was bagging oh, out the two girls that had some comments about him in the paper. Yeah, well, that's eight. eight. That's, he's, not to, he's, he's not used to rank and file having a say. Exactly. All right, so he's won the Sookie Lala hands down. Aaron Cartledge, the ex uh, CFMU uh, uh, secretary over in uh, South Australia. So we so go to BAW. Scallywags? Scallywags. Go to, oh, well, I'll, so I'll say KPA. KPA. I'm, I'm saying Angus Jones, team. Oh, Angus? Yeah, we've got Angus on team. He Angus, hang on. KPA, we've got Angus on team build. We've got Aris in there for a scallywag. Simcat. Simcat. Who else have we got? Darren Cameron from the AWU, bagging out the CFMEU. Oh, yeah, parentals. All right. I think we've got enough there. And I'm going for, oh, geez, I tell you what. We could, we could go to double or, geez, that team built. I reckon the team built. Team built. Yeah. yeah, team built. Angus. Angus. Stupidity of Rikowski, the week, too, Dave Rakowski oh. and his new company, Team Build, and Angus. Good on you, Angus. You're a dropkick. But just before we go, there's you know people listen to this on Facebook. Can you please, if you're listening to this on Facebook, share it? Um, we want to get the message out to the workers. No point. There's there's a group of people that listen to this show um, every week, and thank you very much for for um, taking your time out to do that. But if you share it, everyone shares it once. And the last one, you know, there was nearly nine hundred and eighty people watch. If we double that. Um, the message is getting out there more. So help us do that. If you're listening on Facebook, please share. Don't just like, share. And the John, and the John Cummings dinner before we go? Yes, yes. coming, coming Come up very get quickly. Your tickets for the John Cummings yeah. ticket for the ring, raffle. Ring the office, got the raffle going. If you haven't got your raffle tickets in, we've got a message from Buzzer. Get your money in, the raffle tickets. As soon as you can, don't bring them back unsold. Bring them back sold. And there's tickets uh, for the for the annual John Cummings ball. Is it is one of the raffle prizes isn't that box trailer that he's been walking around Geelong, is it? <laughs> well, it's an what, Uber trip with Buzzer. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it'd be like buying a brand new one, wouldn't it, with Buzzers? Although he's probably backed into a million things. Yeah, no, the toe ball part would be anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right, so 
that's about all the news we've got for this week. So we'll go out the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare, dare to win. win. If you don't fight, you, you lose. lose. And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang. <coughs> I was a highway man Along the coach roads I did ride With sword and pistol by my side Many a young maid lost her baubles to my trade Many a soldier shed his lifeblood on my blade The bastards hung me in the spring of 25 but I am still alive I was a sailor I was born upon the tide With the sea I did abide I sailed a schooner around the Horn of Mexico I went aloft to furl the mainsail in a blow and when the yards broke off, they said that I got killed But I'm living still I was a dam builder Across the river deep and wide Where steel and water did collide A place called Boulder on the wild Colorado I slipped and fell into the wet concrete below They buried me in that great tomb that knows no sound But I'm still around I'll always be around, around, around I fly a starship across the universe divide And when I reach the other side I'll find a place to rest my spirit if I can Perhaps I may become a highwayman again Or I may simply be a single drop of rain but I will remain And I'll be back again And again And again You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.